Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Over three consecutive Thursdays, the Everyman Theatre is presenting three live performances of Conal Creedon's Second City Trilogy. This Thursday sees the turn of Part 2, When I Was God, streaming as live audio at 8pm. I managed to catch up with Conal for a quick chat about the trilogy, which took him on a global journey. It has, I suppose, by pure chance. The players went to America by pure chance. It was um, a man here bought the script and sent it to his son who worked in a bar in New York. And then <laughs> the son contacted me and said, could he put it on upstairs over the bar? And I said, absolutely. And it just so happens that one night, a reviewer from the New York Times happened to arrive in and um, he gave it a big write-up. And parts of the Second Day Trilogy have been on in New York more or less every year since then. That was 10 years ago. And then the following year, 2010, it went to China because of World Expo. They'd yes. seen the reviews in the New York Times and they asked me would I bring them over. So I went and um, yeah, they, 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 it's great. But they haven't been on in Cork and it's a huge buzz for me to have it on in the palace at the moment uh, yeah. for lots of reasons. I mean, the big reason being that I started writing as a writing residence in the palace in 1998. When I went full time as a writer, I was there for three years, and I always have very close feelings for the, for, you know, the, the Everyman is a gorgeous theatre, like, yeah, it's really yeah, spectacular. Yeah. And, and I have this thing that sometimes when there's a play on, I might be watching television at home, and it's five to seven or five to eight, every time the curtain's up, and I decide, okay, I'm going to go, and I run up the street, and I get my ticket and get into the theatre. I leave the couch the same time as the actors leave the green room and I get to my seat before they get to the stage. And I'm thinking, that's fairly cool, you know? Um, these three um, shows now, like I went up there last night beforehand, I mean, I'm not involved in the putting them on, right? And But you keep forgetting when you go in that these people, like the actors, the directors, the production managers, the, the lighting, the sound people and the effects people, they've put so much work into this, you know? And that, for me, is... It's sort of mind-blowing, really, because you assume that it means a lot to me personally, but then you realise that it actually means a lot to other people as well, that they engage at such a deep level. And, you know, they were taking notes and stuff yesterday when I arrived in, I thought, whoa, you know, very sweet. We're going to just talk briefly about this week's number two of the three is When when I Was God. They all kind of tell stories of kind of father-son relationships in general anyway, isn't that? That's the kind of a theme that's running through all of the stories. That's the thing, father-son. I'm actually currently writing another trilogy and it's the relationships uh, as in like like loving relationships but those three are um, particularly based on father-son, I suppose, inability to to communicate and um, this one is uh, coming up. It's a League of Ireland referee and he's in his dressing room at half-time and suddenly the ghost of his father comes to visit him. And uh, I suppose what, what what amazes me is how does of somebody become a referee? Because obviously their intention is to be a soccer player. <laughs> and how do you decide at a certain point, 
okay, I'm not going to be a soccer player because you must be passionate about the game to end up being a referee. And yeah. to suddenly become a referee in a sport that you can't be involved in is actually so distant because you can't even be a supporter. Because if you're a referee and you're jumping up and down behind the goal, um, it, it takes away that impartiality. Yeah. You know, you can't be a mad Man United fan and be a referee refereeing them <laughs> against, you know. Yeah, and I, I suppose that's what the whole thing is about. Is that how did he get here? And of course, the reason he got there was because of massive complications with his father who was fanatical about hurling you know and by the time he got the big ball after having his head split open about five times playing hurling <laughs> he was just too old to become the expert soccer player that he ever would be you know yeah. and uh, so he sort of resented his father for what he'd done to him but then he realised as well you know there is a bit of redemption at the end of it that's all I'd say it's a nice little piece yeah. When I was God obviously that's a reference to the man who has to blow the whistle and everybody has to that's obey Well on the pitch you are God actually yeah, yeah. but he also has to face up uh, with other things I first worked on that play with actually Pat Kiernan and it was a Ray Kettle workshop it was all about process really about writing and producing and we did that down in Watford God in 1999 it's that long ago 21 yeah. years ago um, it's been around a long time it's extraordinary because it actually got more than just critical acclaim it won awards in New York as well and it's Still garnering appreciation, the other side of the pond. Obviously, an award is a great thing because it helps us come along. But, you know, often, you know, when you pick a winner, it's, it, it becomes like a lottery anyway towards the end. There's always a bunch that are equally deserving of something, right? And um, But it was just nice that my one was pulled out of the hat that time, you know. Uh, that was in the New York Theatre Award, Best Actor and Best Director. And I was nominated for Playwright. And in a funny way, this little game, right, this business, whatever you call it, I do, writing, it's, it's all about being in your room and engaging with the page. And when something else happens beyond that, it sort of validates your own little head what you're doing and why you're doing it. It still won't make you do more or do better or <laughs> whatever. But it, it sometimes those moments where you ask yourself, God, Conor, what am I doing here? You should be out there driving a the cab like a normal person, you know? Okay. And um, those kind of endorsements. All I can say is on Thursday night coming up, there is an opportunity for not just the people of Cork, people of Cork City, Cork County, but all over Ireland, all over the world, if they want to tune in, because it is now available online, quite possibly the potential for maybe the biggest audience you'd have ever had. And you'll never really know until they actually buy their ticket and tune in on Thursday night to catch part two of the Second City trilogy, When I Was God. The following Thursday will be after Luke, and we've just said goodbye to The Cure. You've sat in on one performance did it bring any memories back to you? Because uh, it's quite extraordinary to have a performance produced in front of you to an invisible audience. Well, you know, every production, or even within the same production company, is really different. And that's the, that's the brilliance of mm. live theatre, right? And this is live. They're reading it live. And, I mean, I'm not an actor. I've never done it. In fact, I, I actually think that all theatre really is about actors. I think actors are like these racehorses that, they have to go out and do it on the night, you know. Yeah. Everybody else, including me, the scriptwriter, the director, the lighting, we're all there to sort of enhance or help their performance. But I think actors are constantly finding stuff and each one is different. And it's, it's a human thing. Like, there's no, you can't re-edit. Like, whatever happens on, on that night, either somebody is totally informed or somebody may not be or whatever it is. And that's the magic of it. So they're always different. And I actually sit in on 
as many of my performances, no matter what it is, yeah. as I can, because it's a huge privilege that people are going to put your thing on for you, right? And there's nothing like sitting in a room and seeing people just, it's bizarre, right? But it's brilliant. You know, it really is a lovely feeling. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> and as I say, it beats, it beats washing clothes any day, you know? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's been an extraordinary story. In reference to my laundress. I yes. used to have a laundress, right? <laughs> and the world did come to your door in a funny way. And that world went on to the page and from the page to the stage and from one stage to the international stage. And it's back on the Everyman stage on Thursday night. You're airing your laundry again in public. It's the best laundry that I know <laughs> of. And and best of luck as well on the the new batch that you're working on at the moment. Well, we, we need it. See the light of day. Yeah, we need new material as well. Thank Call you very much, Connor. Yep. And uh, also, just really like to thank the everyman because this it's really means a lot, particularly at this time. You know, COVID tide when you're feeling a bit sort of not, you know life is good really, but you're feeling a bit isolated from an audience. And for the everyman to to call me in to do this was. So sweet, so appreciated, you know. Fair do, their door was open day one and it's still open. It might be closed to the public, Absolutely. but until then, they've kept the doors open every other way they can. So Thursday night, catch When I Was God, part two of the trilogy. And the following Thursday after Luke, Conal, the author and uh, the laundry man who put it all together. Thanks a million. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. Bye-bye, Connor.